Let's play a game. Singing in the rain. Let's chat. Welcome to the Center Cut Center Chat. I am Michael. And I am Rick Astley. Wow, Rick, you have let yourself go. Or do I look better? Have you seen recent Rick Astley? Fair point. Today is a special center chat based around Singing in the Rain. And we even brought our guest back with us. We have Alice. We have Doug from Alice and Doug have a podcast. And it's going terribly, which is the easiest way to search their podcast everywhere. Alice, Doug, thank you for being back. Thank you. Welcome back, guys. We've known each other for so long. She knows the rules, and so do I. <laughs> you got me there. True commitment's what I'm dreaming of. Sorry about these jokes. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. <laughs> Rick Astley. That's it. That's the show. That is it. All right. See you. No. All right. Yeah. So. We're doing something that we've never done before. Having guests in our chat? Well, that too. But normally we have a would you rather question based on the last movie. But this time, because Alice and Doug love to have games on their show, they have created a game for us. And I'm ready for it. I'm so excited. Michael wanted another chance to win kind of sort of at an episode. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry about last week. What was that score again? All right. Six and a quarter to three and a half. Wow. Mm. (laughs) He's been holding on to that for a week. Yeah. He's going to remember that for the rest of his life. <laughs> That'll be like mm-hmm. your, your next pin. No, it won't because he's, he's not going to. You can't put decimal points in a pin, Alice. Hey, it's, it's, it's eight digits long and it's got decimal points and it's really intense. <laughs> so singing in the rain. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. So we have uh, we have eight multiple choice questions ready for you. Ooh. Okay. About the film. We'll go back and forth. It sounds like less of a game and more of a test. <laughs> yeah. It's just like life. Which is a game, but also... It is also the ultimate test. Yes. Okay. Number one. What did Don do before he was a big movie star? Don is Gene Kelly's character, by the way. What did he do before he was a big movie star? A, catering, where he was known for the Lockwoods Lox Bagel. (laughs) B, a news reporter... But he quit when his father was killed during the height of World War One. C. Stunt work, such as driving motorcycles off cliffs and planes into houses. Or D. Mounds and mounds of cocaine. <laughs> Can you? Is this one of those questions where you, you do select all that apply? <laughs> he needs all that cocaine to do all of it, man. Right? Yeah. I'll let you go first, David. Oh, I get to go first again, huh? I am going to say B, a news personality who mm-hmm. quit when he had to report that his father had passed away. Mm-hmm. I'm going with C. He was a stuntman. Mm. Stunting on them hoes. <laughs> the answer is C. Bam. Ooh. That's me. I'm stunting on them hoes. What a, gr- what a great start. Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> off to the races. Driving that motorcycle off a cliff. Mm-hmm. All right, Alice, you have the next one? The movie takes place during the United States Prohibition era. What are Don, Kathy, and Cosmo, actually Rick Astley's real name, what are they drinking at one in the morning after the movie preview? A, milk, B, wine, C, Coca-Cola, D, rain. (laughs) 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 It's in the title of the movie. (laughs) 
I'm going to go with A. Milk? Yep. Okay. Milk seems like a relatively obvious choice, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone of Don's caliber could get his hands on wine. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone of his caliber. <laughs> but also... There's got to be a reason Rick was acting like that. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever the third option sounded good too that I can't Coca-Cola. remember. Coca-Cola. Every one of these questions has Coke as one of the answers. Yeah, <laughs> so it's the theme. Coke. Two in the morning. One in the morning. I, okay, one in the yeah. morning. Oh, that changes everything. <laughs> it changes everything. B wine. Okay, the answer is milk. Yeah. They're way to come commanding too, Oli. Apparently, a little bit of trivia, which Doug debunked. I think for a long time, there was a myth that the singing in the rain scene, the the dance scene with Gene Kelly, that the water was actually milk or like diluted with milk so <laughs> ah. that it would show up on Technicolor cameras a little more. But apparently, that was a myth. It's not true. This is another movie that was paid for by Big Dairy. <laughs> Two in a row. Leon the Professional was also funded yes, by Big Dairy. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Big Dairy is what I call my ex-wife. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've never been married. I'm sorry. Uh, never will be. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, number three. When it becomes a musical, what happened? Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> what? Okay. When it becomes a musical, what does the movie The Dueling Cavalier have its name changed to? Mm. Is it A, The Dancing Cavalier, B, La La Land, C, Lena Lamont's Singing Spectacular, or D, Singing in the Rain? Hmm. They, I mean, we talked about it in the last episode. I think the answer is D, Singing in the Rain. Yeah, okay. I'd like to pick a different answer here, but I'm 100% positive that it's D and I don't want to lose. So I'm going to stick with my guns of this Don Lockwood caliber. Now that he's got a lead, <laughs> he's just going to copy all my answers to the rest. Yep. <laughs> just some wins. Okay. When it becomes a musical, the movie The Dueling Cavalier becomes The Dancing Cavalier. What? It does not become wow. Singing in the Rain. So wow, that movie then does us. bad, and then they make a new movie called Singing in the Rain? Is that what right, happens? Yeah. Like, yeah. that movie uh, is the one with uh, the original footage with Lena Lamont, and Lena finds out. Completely befuddled. Yeah, that part of the end is like the 1950s version of like a post credit scene. Mm-hmm. It's like, here's what they did afterwards. Yeah. Here's, here's <clears throat> two years down the line. Gotcha. Number four. How did Don and Kathy meet? A, while trying to get away from crazed fans, Don jumps into Kathy's moving car from atop a cable car. B. Kathy is busking when she is robbed, and Don attempts but fails to track down the thief. C. New hit Candy Raisinets are provided at Don's movie premiere. He chokes on one, and Kathy gives him the Heimlich maneuver. D. While doing holiday shopping at a crowded Bloomingdale's, Don and Kathy reach for the same pair of black cashmere gloves. <laughs> Meet cutes. <laughs> I'm going to go with A. Because I think you spoiled it in the main episode. <laughs> I am also going to go laughing. with A because I think you. I think you spoiled it in the main episode. I didn't laugh. <laughs> no, you spoiled it in the main episode, though. <laughs> you gave, you completely did, gave it away. You you honestly even called it a meat cute in the main episode. Yep. Yep. And I remember. I remember yep. that. <laughs> because yep, I was thinking right. of cute meat. So so it is <laughs> well, three to one. Right? 
<laughs> Callbacks. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. They were trying to get away from crazed fans. Don jumps into Kathy's moving car because all the cars were topless. He used to be a stuntman, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Makes sense. It all adds up. To toot my own horn for a moment, Raisinette came out in 1927, the same year that movie was made. Oh, so, I, oh. yeah, I did my research. Oh, wow. Yeah. But the wow. Heimlich Maneuver wasn't invented until... 1974. 1974. Wow. What were people doing when they choked in the 50s? Right? They Just died, dying, man. Sticking their hands down people's throats. <laughs> wow. All right. It's like pun- punching them, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> like the, the putting the pinky on the belly button and roll up. Yeah. The f- <laughs> That's my favorite sex move. <laughs> <laughs> Except I roll down. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. <laughs> What's the what's the score right now? Three to one, me. Yeah. Wow. All right, number five. Here we go. Kathy surprises the guests at a Hollywood party by doing what? Kathy is Debbie Reynolds' character, the okay. young girl. So she surprises the guests at a Hollywood party by doing what? Is it A, chasing her runaway pet ferret through the ballroom, B, protesting the disparity of pay between women and men in Hollywood, C, jumping out of a cake and dancing, or D, mounds and mounds of cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> Alice, sorry, don't clap sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, you can laugh at the mounds and mounds of cocaine one. I'm pretty sure it's not that one. Uh, this was too early for her to be complaining about the difference in pay. Oh, it's never yeah, too early. That didn't dude. happen until 1974. I think that in the 50s, if a woman, or even in the 20s, even further, if a woman did that, she probably just would have not been able to work in the industry anymore. There wasn't like openness for people to be able to even do that. We were happy just to be in the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I get to wear all these cute outfits. <laughs> I'm going to say C, jumping out of a cake and dancing. Yeah, I mean, I think logically it's either between A and C, and A is actually a scene from Twin Peaks. So I'm going to go with C. The answer is C, <laughs> jumping out of a cake and dancing. Uh, the correct answer is C, yes. <laughs> jumping out of a cake and dancing. Yep. Four to two, David. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's take a pause on this quiz and head into a center commercial. Oh, yeah. Are you sick of us repping Pod Inbox yet? Are you just sick? Well, you shouldn't be. We've loved the messages we've received from some of you and look forward to getting more. Podinbox.com slash the center cut. Head over, leave us a voice message, and we'll reply with a voice message of our own. And if you're feeling frisky, feel free to add a tip. Just the tip. So you can help us grow the show to get bigger guests. The Corpse of Meatloaf, we're coming for you. Fellow podcasters, head to the site and create your own page to start receiving messages too. That's podinbox.com slash the center cut. And David, if people listening don't want to go to that website and send us a message, where can they go see our stuff? How dare they? But also, they can go to all the things. They could go to Twitter or Facebook or our personal favorite, my little secret Instagram at the underscore center underscore cut. Yeah, please. Okay, number six. Why does Don finally stop singing in the rain? Okay, A, he runs into an irritated police officer. B, the rain stops and a rainbow immediately forms, which Don walks along while whistling. C, an excited crowd tramples over him while rushing into a movie theater. D, Kathy comes outside and kisses him, and they slink inside. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. This is a real one. We went away from the funny answers. We got real on this one. <laughs> this is a tough one. I'm going to go with B, the rain stops, rainbow dancing. He dances directly on the rainbow? 
Yep. He walks alongside it. Yeah. And whistles. Yeah. Okay. See, if anything, he would get tackled by a runaway mob because he's super popular. People would know who he is. Hmm. I'm going to go with D. Debbie stops him and kisses him because she just can't handle all the singing in the rain. <laughs> it's not like that it's she falls hot. in love with hot him damn. because of it. It's, it's like, please stop. <laughs> Anything to make you stop. Get on this ladder. <laughs> the answer is A. He runs into an irritated police wow. officer. Mm. Interesting. Wow. Four to two. Four to two. All right, here's my last one. What tongue twister is the diction teacher attempting to teach Don? <laughs> you know, the dude, the dude who was molested by <laughs> Don and Rick. Okay, is it A, the superstitious fascist fishes left the dishes delicious and vicious? Wow. Did you get that? Yep. Superstitious fishes. <laughs> the superstitious fascist fishes left the dishes delicious and vicious. B, Moses supposes his toeses are roses, but Moses supposes erroneously. <laughs> Gotta have two more of these to go through. Yeah. C, You're crushing it so far. Thank you. C, Bobby Brisket bartered British baskets for a biscuit, but the baskets Bobby bartered broke and Bobby bore the blame. Or D, while Wagner was wiggling, giggling with glee, Wanda was working his gherkin for free. <laughs> Wow, this question, quite the pickle. Trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> Dear God, don't make me repeat them, but I will. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go with C, the one about Bobby. Bobby Brisket? Mm -hmm. There's no possible way. The answer is definitely B, Moses, Toses, and Erroneous. Wow. He was so positive. Yep. Mm. And he was right. Yeah. Wow. Why? Why How did you know? It, was such it just was the only one that made sense. The other one's... Very, very, <laughs> very, very false sounding. There's no jerkin gherkins in the 20s. Well, obviously, it's not jerkin gherkins. We all knew that. Bobby one. Brisket. Like, come on, Bobby Brisket. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Moses is toeses. Erogenous zones is. <laughs> I, ever, I, was, I was really proud of my Bobby Brisket tongue twister. Those are very good. I, Thanks, were very good. I wanted to laugh. <laughs> Number eight. What is the weird, controversial scene towards the end of the film that has been met with much criticism? Mm. A, the introduction of a character played by Al Jolson wearing blackface. Ooh. B, Ooh. an unexpected and puzzling, disconnected 13-minute-long ballet routine. Mm. C, just before the big premiere, Kathy learns her entire immediate family has died in the Great Mississippi <laughs> Flood of 1927. Wow. D, a hardcore three-way between the lead actors <laughs> with mounds and mounds of cocaine. <laughs> wow, this one's actually hard. Uh, <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine will uh, Well, it's not the cocaine one, I don't think. I don't think it's the ballet one. I hope it's not the blackface one. So just by default, I'm going to go with all the family dying, surprisingly. I'm going to go see Mississippi Flood of 27. All that mud. I think you're right, because I think that Rotten Tomatoes would have had a very hard time giving this 100% if it had blackface in it. Yeah. Period. End of story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say C as well. Okay. The answer is actually B. What? An unexpected and puzzling, disconnected, 13-minute long ballet routine. <laughs> it's so long. It's so unnecessary. Wow. That's also what she said. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's supposed to be the frame story of the dancing cavalier. You know, I've heard that, but I've also heard that it's supposed to be like metaphorical of Don's story oh, of yeah. how mm-hmm. he was. But, but I mean, it's not. It's nothing. And it's just it's <laughs> it's Gene Kelly and another woman who's not in the movie the rest of the Sid time. Sid Charisse. Sid Charisse, yeah. who's not in the movie the rest of the time. And they just dance for 13 She's minutes. just randomly in this part and randomly they just dance forever. Mm-hmm. No dialogue. Yep. From what I've read, Gene Kelly does this in his movies sometimes. Like yeah, he he, he it, kind of forces these forces dance things. Dance. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. It he, also he, happened in American in Paris, which yep. came out before. Uh huh. And hmm. there's another one I forget what it was called, but I guess this is just a thing he does, yeah. or he's it's like just oh, a, a Gene Kelly it. signature. Like surprise, <laughs> I'm gonna dance for a while, and you're gonna yeah. have to watch it for 15 percent of the movie. That's crazy. <laughs> you did the calculations. <laughs> Considering that a large chunk of the rest of the movie was also dancing, <laughs> yeah. So like, so it's it's it bothered critics, but it's also paid tribute to. Like, have you seen La La Land? No, but it didn't bother him that much. It's a hundred. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, spoilers for La La Land. They actually do an homage to this thirteen-minute dance ah. sequence at the end of the movie. So when a director does something weird like that there will always be a group of people that is like mm, bravo yep. bravo oh my god oh my god that was the greatest thing i would have never expected that it's it's yeah. why anyone likes david lynch at all you shut your mouth <laughs> i didn't know you liked david lynch <laughs> i love twin peaks mm. <laughs> if I may, really quickly, that flood. What was it, Alice? The, the Mississippi, Mississippi flood. Great Mississippi flood. Yeah. yeah, that's a real thing that happened in 1927. Mm. And also, uh, Al Jolson in blackface. That was from the very first talkie, talkie the called the singer. jazz singer. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's Durania. a beloved. It's a beloved film. I don't know if it has 100, percent but let's go check. I'm going to check right now. <laughs> Do it. Check it out. 78 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. 78. Okay. See. C plus. You throw a blackface in your movie and <laughs> <laughs> it drops 22%. Yep. <laughs> Only 22%, though. It's pretty high. It's still passing. You know? Blackface is never passing, Alice. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> we appreciate you both being back again. You did double duty, which Jen. is first. In yeah. the history of the center cut. Woo! So we appreciate you for breaking the mold. You think double duty is impressive. You should see Alice's bathroom. What? <laughs> oh, like duty duty. I get duty it. Duty mm. a, that's my favorite 50 sitcom, actually. Welcome, kids, to Moldy Duty. <laughs> it's Moldy Duty time. I'm so sorry. It's Moldy just, Duty time. Just cut us off. <laughs> If for some reason you're just picking this up here and you didn't listen to the main episode and you already haven't checked out first weird Allison Dog and they're yeah, going yeah. terribly podcast, well, you should go do that now because now you've heard them twice. Now you love them twice. And uh, yes. just just go do it. They're in the show notes. Do what you need to do. Ellis has yeah. done mounds and mounds of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> love us. Love us. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, indeed. That was another fun time with Going Terribly. Allison Doug, you're the best. So fun having someone in a center chat. We loved it. Now, David, center chat is done. So there's, I, we'll figure something for people to vote on for the story. We, you'll, yeah. you'll find it. Just go yeah. to our Instagram. All right, David. So that is it for Singing in the Rain. What do we have coming up next? Next week, we are going to be covering Army of the Dead with tyler from the inner idiot podcast yeah tyler's a funny dude uh go check out the inner idiot but uh we'll be talking about some zombies hopefully by then i won't be sick anymore 
Hopefully, you won't be sick or a zombie. I agree. Oh, I could be a zombie, you're right, between now and then. That's possible. Mm-hmm. And remember, our podcast, just like Gene Kelly's sidekick, does not matter. Mm-hmm.